Hello, welcome to Serenity Wellness Podcast. My name is Nicole White, and I'll be your host. This podcast is dedicated to helping you tap into your full potential of how you can heal and balance your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Together, let's explore inner self, connect to our strength, and manifest your true nature, one full of love, purpose, and passion. Welcome, everyone, to episode 13, Bringing Balance to Your Life. I hope that you continue to find these tools helpful for you and thank you again for all your encouragement and support and sharing this podcast with others you think might also find it useful. I also am so excited to hear how many of you are listening and finding these wellness tools helpful. And also, you know, we have such an amazing community here at Serenity uh, Wellness Center in State College, but I'm super excited that I'm getting to share this information and spread it around the world uh, and, and starting to build these connections not only here uh, in the people and and beautiful uh, souls that I'm connected with here in State College locally, but also, like I said, it's uh, just such an awesome feeling to know that this information is spreading well beyond here. And and again, I appreciate all the feedback and support. You know, Kim in Colorado, thank you so much for the information and feedback related to how you connected in that introduction to mindfulness. And I hope you really enjoyed that mindful cup of tea and you know, Heather in Ohio, I am super happy to hear that you're enjoying the Wellness Toolbox Avenue and really uh, starting to find your own tools uh, through your exploration of what works for you. And Patty in Minnesota, I'm so honored uh, that, you know, you shared with me that my podcast is the first one you've actually been able to listen to in its entirety uh, related to meditation and mindfulness and not get uh, kind of bogged down or, or disconnected from it that you actually uh, have been able to connect to it fully for the first time and all the ones that you've listened to. That just uh, means a lot to hear that feedback. I, I really greatly appreciate it. And Josie in Virginia, I agree. Um, you know, as far as your feedback on finding that science part helpful, I too just find it so helpful in you know, bringing that integration of our science mind and our emotion self and how it really helps us connect the two. I, uh, you know, my, I love to read and Part of my go-to in reading is often research and and different uh, books and and things like that that do have to do with not only our exploration but I love reading research. I was actually gonna explore uh, getting my PhD at one point because of how much I love doing research, but I'm went the avenue I went instead and am doing research in my own ways and all the ways I've been starting to talk to you guys about and that I'm continuing to build on. And also, Rich in the United Kingdom, ah. I love to hear that this podcast is making it all the way to the UK and thank you for your awesome feedback and I'm super happy to hear that you're also finding this uh, series to be helpful for you. So again, thank you everybody for, for listening and for your feedback and it just truly means a lot to me. So with today in episode 13, bringing balance to your life, we're going to look at what life balance is. Uh, something I'm referring to as your MPES. I'll explain kind of what that is, what it means, how you can incorporate it into your life, and what it can do for you, and just how you're living your life and this idea of balance. Uh, Those of you who have been following me uh, consistently each week, not only thank you, I appreciate it, but um, also you might be aware and recognize that this episode typically gets aired on Wednesdays, and I am just putting it out today on Saturday. So I'm several days behind and it's kind of what led me as I've explained in a back episode. I have so, so much information that I want to share with everyone and I just follow my intuition and guidance on what the next episode will be about and it was a perfect uh, 
kind of tune in and tap into myself of of what this episode should be about and what it has to do with you know it's Saturday and not Wednesday and I'm, I'm getting this out there and so last week uh you might be aware we had our free week of balance and um you know, so we had some extra things going on and I was leading some extra uh, workshops in the evening in addition to, to seeing all my clients and doing all the stuff I do here for the center. So uh, leading the, the meditation and, and Reiki circle last week. And I came to realize in all the stuff I had on my plate last week that I was feeling a little non-balanced uh, or imbalanced, if you would. But I definitely um, was noticing and, and tapping into that awareness of, okay, there's a little too much on my plate right now. And, you know, my life can certainly be busy uh, with all the things I juggle around um, in terms of my work with clients and managing the wellness center and uh, expanding on this, uh, you know, I've got a year project going on as far as an amazing expansion I'm working on within uh, for Serenity Wellness Center and so working on that stuff. And so I, you know, I'm okay with the fact that, that life can be busy right now, but I also am mindful of when it gets a bit too busy and when it's like, okay. I need to breathe for a minute and I need to ground myself and I need to tap in and see where I'm at in my daily connection with my MPES, which again, I'll explain that uh, a little bit here today. And so with that, it led to me, uh, instead of doing my typical recording on Wednesday, I spent that evening going to dinner with my daughter and my father. And that was an amazing tap out of the stress and the busyness and tap in to feeding my own soul and connecting and um, sharing, you know, that space with my family at that time. So here we are, it's Saturday, and I'm going to talk to you about what that has to do with today. Well, I mean, I I guess I already did that, but I'm going to move in now to our topic for today. And that is this idea of life balance, what it means in terms of our MPES, and how you can incorporate that into your life uh, in a way that can help or maybe benefit you. And so life balance, you know, we often wear a lot of different hats, if you would, in our life. You know, we might have a career or we might, uh, you know, our career might be staying at home and taking care of our family or managing everything happening in our family. You know, just because you're not clocking in somewhere or doing that nine to five or whatever, you know, it doesn't mean that you also don't have this notion of like a career, you know, stay at home moms or stay at home fathers wow, you know, it's a, it's a whole lot that they have going on and they have to manage as well, or you, if that refers to you that I'm talking to. And so whatever it is for you, these hats that we wear, you know, we have our career or our, you know, to-do uh, part of our life. We have our, you know, maybe we are uh, parents, maybe we are someone's, well, we're obviously someone's, someone's child, we're here. Um, you know, maybe we are a grandparent or a grand child to someone we are a friend we might have a partner uh you know or uh, be in a, a marriage or we have you know maybe community stuff that we do and so there's that hat we wear and we do outreach in the community and and trying to to support you know community outreach projects and maybe we have another hat that we wear that it connects us to uh you know I don't know, different aspects of ourselves that we're going to talk about here today. But it's just all these hats we wear and it can be overwhelming sometimes and we can feel logged down and uh, bogged down and feel that there's just not enough time. There's not enough time to myself. Like, when am I going to have time to do that? I have to do all this other stuff. And we can so, so often just put our own needs and our own self on the back burner 
as a go-to without even tapping in and realizing we're doing that. We're so depleted and we're exhausted and we're tired and we'll just keep pushing and we'll just keep pushing. And then we wonder why later we get sick or we have uh, chronic pain or inflammation cycles in our body or we can't think straight or we feel so overwhelmed that the fact of doing the dishes is too much or talking to somebody is too much and we want to just go in a cave or you know go on a deserted island somewhere uh, and just escape instead of engage, cleanse, clear, and balance. So today, you know, I thought it'd be really important, again, not only because what I do in my daily life as far as mindfully tapping in and trying to be aware, but also we've been building this wellness toolbox. And what we've been starting with is just, you know, some mindfulness tools and those daily mindfulness tools we've been working on and then starting to understand the science and the impact things have on our full body system, how they're integrated and they communicate and collaborate together, all these different multifaceted parts of ourselves. But we've also started looking at aspects of the mind in terms of how we digest information you know that idea like I mentioned before a thought can come and it can go and if we don't hit enter and download it into our system we don't have the emotion response and we don't have the physical manifestation it's just the thought it's just a word it's just the thing flowing by and so we've started to kind of look at that in terms of thoughts and that idea of making our body moldy and we've been learning lots of uh, techniques and tools of how to balance those aspects of self and we're going to build much more on on all of these things and all of these areas but as we're starting to do that and as we're starting to explore and we're going to get much deeper into things here as is these episodes continue on it's a great time to tap into this part this part of how do I balance me if I'm building and I'm tapping into this wellness toolbox and I'm starting to kind of be more aware how do I start to balance all of this? How do I start to balance the things I'm starting to notice I need and that I want in my life? And so that's where this idea of our MPES comes into play. These are just different uh, aspects I explore within myself, but also in all the different people I work with uh, in a professional way in my life, but also uh, you know, with the clients I work with. Uh, work with in mental health or in our mindfulness training I do with people or those who explore and uh, you know we talk more about the metaphysical realm of things and uh, our energy body exploration I teach Reiki and all this other stuff as well but with it and all those different avenues that I I work within myself and with others these areas here I'm going to talk with you today are things that I always encourage people to be mindful of And always, I know is one of those words I say, I don't uh, encourage you to use a whole bunch, but this is one place that always, for me at least, I think is important. And so with the MPES, I'm going to break that down for you. And as I explore it and talk about it, you'll hear different aspects of how to actually do it and tap in uh, as we go through each. So the M stands for our mental self. There are so many different ways we can fill our mental self. We've been building on those mindfulness skills, which helps assist in all the ways that we've been learning in relation to our mental health and our brain health, but also it's important to feed our mind each day, keeping it active, keeping it alert. There's lots of research, you know, looking at that in terms of dementia and Alzheimer's and keeping the the active mind going to help with that. But just I'm talking now in our daily life, keeping our mind busy as a way to continue along this path of mental health and well-being. 
So in order to keep our mind active, there are so many different ways that we can do that every day. You can read something. It doesn't have to be long. You don't have to read a book. Read a short article. Read, you know, um, find your favorite magazine that taps into the things that are important to you and maybe read one article each day or, you know, find a favorite blog or a podcast. Look at that. You're listening to me right now, so you're already tapping and feeding that mental part of yourself right now in that moment. Learning something new from talking with others. Get to hear their life experience. Get to hear what they're an expert in. Get to learn what they learned that day. Not only is that helping us in the broad array of information out there to learn, uh, you know, I... I struggle with that sometimes, I'll be honest. Um, I love reading, uh, as I mentioned a little bit ago, and and learning and learning through reading or talking to others and um, podcasts. And, you know, one of my favorite things, though, is talking with other people and hearing what they have to say and hearing what they've learned and what they know. Um, But sometimes my struggle is with loving to learn, I just want to keep learning and learning and learning and recognizing that I have to get back to this balance. I can't be, you know, <laughs> I, I just can't po- possibly uh, read and learn as deeply as I want to about all the areas I want to. So tapping in and connecting with others who are experts in those areas um, and learning from them and connecting with them because not only is it about that learning, but That part in itself, as I mentioned, is one of my favorite things to do, learning through others and and connecting with others because it's that part also, that connection. It helps us see and connect with our similarities and differences and the oneness that we all have. This just beautiful connection and integration and just the building uh, that it does also in sense of community and yeah, all that great stuff. So each day, you know, trying to take in all these opportunities for mental awareness and learning, keeping your mind active, taking in what's happening around you in your day, all around you each day are opportunities to learn. You know, we might have a stressful day or a hard day or have just gone through another cycle that we keep repeating until we decide to learn the lesson that we uh, are struggling to learn. Those are times for mental clarity. Those are times for mental reflection and learning. Our mental mind letting us learn. So that's the the M, the mental part of self. And then we have the P, and that's our physical self. Our physical self is You know, something that, again, is so important when we look at this integration and this fullness of of everything that we are. And so our physical self doesn't have to be we have a workout every day. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be hard. Just move. Move for 15 to 20 minutes each day. I often work with people on developing kind of a, it's like our top fives. And with this idea of physical movement, come up with like your top five things to do. And that way, each day might be a different day for you. You know, maybe you don't want to do that workout that day, or maybe you're not feeling like yoga that day, or maybe it's too cold to go on the walk that you typically go on. So allow yourself an opportunity and permission to just give some time and think of your top five things in movement, what that is for you, what that can be for you. And then you have your go-to, those times you feel stuck in your mind and you can't feel like you can connect and think to what it is, well, just pull up your list. See what you're feeling. 
ask your body, what do you need in this moment? And as I've talked about before, don't forget the second part. Listen. Listen to what your body tells you back. So doing 15 to 20 minutes each day of some kind of movement, whether it be a workout, a walk, dancing around your house or apartment, uh, walking around the block even, it doesn't have to be a long walk, maybe doing a brief exercise, doing some yoga, doing some qigong, like whatever it is for you, just getting that body moving. moving. And keep in mind, uh, you might be doing movement in your day already, you know, uh, take the stairs instead of the elevator if you're able to. Uh, you know, walk to the place you want to go, grab a coffee instead of driving your car if you're able. You know, just look for those small opportunities of things in your day that you can just do these slight adjustments and get that uh, physical movement in your day. Keeping in mind also, this is going to be a whole uh, series of episodes down the line, but I just want to plug this in here as an, and as an added importance to be uh, very mindful of what you're putting in your physical body. Food is medicine. You know, we uh, we can put things in our body and and not connect with the nutritional value it has or does not have. We can maybe not quite pay attention to, man, every time I eat that, I feel bloated or I have digestive problems or I notice that I have some chronic pain elevating inflammation in my body. Lots of ways our body tries to indicate and tell us it's allergic or does not like the food that we're putting in it. But also just being mindful, again, that food is medicine. We've started talking about the integration of our body system. Food can impact our mental, emotional, and our physical health. It can increase our depression and anxiety. It can elevate substantially the inflammation cycles in our body. Just start small. Start small. You know, drink water. Add some veggies to your meals if you're not already. Uh, I recently started juicing. Wow. I love it. I was uh, the energy and focus and the amount of minerals and vitamins. You know, I'm primarily vegan uh, as the way I choose to eat. And it's uh, amazing. I, I guess it's really elevating the amount of nutrients and vitamins and things I'm getting in my diet by adding this juicing in the morning. And it is giving me so much mental energy, but also physical energy. I was uh, literally jumping around the kitchen the other morning after having juicing and we were joking that, um, you know, that energy and I was, you know, feeling like Tigger or I was jumping around on the, the pogo stick without the stick. So I was just the pogo. Um, but it felt amazing. And I continued to do that and incorporate that into my morning as a way for me to be mindful of the food and what I'm putting into my body because I do try my best to treat food as medicine. And, you know, I completely understand organic is expensive. And sadly, they're actually finding in our testing that organic food isn't uh, also always safe in the way that we think it is when we're buying organic. Um, unfortunately, some of the recent testing is showing that uh, those chemicals, you know, what we often know of as Roundup and the other chemicals that uh, I know this is a debate, but uh, you can choose to disagree with me. That is perfectly fine. Everything I say on my podcast is just coming from my viewpoint. Um, but to me, but to me, it's, um, you know, it's pretty clear if uh, we're spraying chemicals on stuff to kill things, well, and then we're eating it. Uh, yeah, 
we'll talk about that much more in a, a different episode. But just being mindful, I understand organic is expensive. Obviously, the, the best way to do it is to grow our own food, but I also know that's not feasible or possible for everyone. I also know it's not feasible or possible to always buy organic, uh, to not buy processed foods. But if we can cook our own food and we can grow our own food and we can get away from processed foods, trust me, your body's going to thank you immensely. Uh, if you do eat meat, you know, trying to buy locally sourced uh, meat products and animals, those that are not coming from factory farms, you know, buying grass-fed uh, or animals that are grass-fed, uh, animals that are being loved. So just think about, again, food as medicine and being mindful of what you're putting in your body and what you're feeding your family because it impacts the whole system. We'll be talking also later about mindful eating. It's uh, just a whole other category, but just trying to give you uh, snapshots of some information today. So that's the, the P in the MPS, our physical self. E is emotion, our emotional self. Fill, feed, and connect to your positive emotions and also allow yourself to work through those that are difficult. And that will be another a series of episodes we talk about when we talk further about emotion. But for today, recognizing that connection with your emotion, joy and happiness are in you always. You don't have to go seeking outside of yourself for them. Keeping in mind that at your baseline, it is running through you, this joy and happiness. What you then do is you further fuel it. You know, you feed it and can feed it through your day, but it's always there. You don't have to seek it outside your health yourself you are full of joy and happiness but to feed that further think of small things that you can do to connect to joy and gratitude humor and laughter laughter is contagious I was uh, spending some time with my friend uh, a little bit ago a couple weeks ago and uh, we were talking about you know a little bit of a difficult situation that that her and her family are working through and we're in her living room and her daughter who is about two uh she has this ball and she comes over and she is just cracking up laughing I mean her whole body was shaking her little toes curled into you know the floor to, to try to keep her body stable from just the glorious whole full body experience of completely connecting to laughter and humor as a young child is so easily able to do just being in the moment and it woo, pulled my friend and I right into that moment with her we went from you know working through some difficult emotion to just our whole body was shaking with her her little daughter in in joy, in joy and laughter and so finding ways to do that you know sharing a smile brings a smile to someone else it's all contagious it's contagious within it's contagious outside of us. These are simple things. They don't take long to do. Just doing simple acts of kindness, holding the door open for someone, you know, again, sharing that smile, looking around you and seeing the ways others around you are sharing and, and being uh, kind. It also helps to fuel that within yourself. And again, considering giving yourself permission to sit with those emotions that might not be as easy. I'll talk much more about that, uh, you know, like I said in other episodes, you know, why we fear emotion, what creates that, 
uh, but also what it creates in our body when we swallow and hide emotion or think we can keep just stuffing it down or I'm just going to keep putting that away in that file cabinet and pretend it's not there. Well, it's there and it's going to come out and it comes out physically and it comes out in secondary emotions and it comes out all over the place. And so giving ourselves permission to recognize and have compassion for the fear that we have, but we must feel in order to heal. If we don't feel these things and we don't work through them, they just keep festering and building. And we keep repeating patterns and get stuck in the same cycle that we want to break over and over again. And it's not just fear of anxiety and depression or anger that people have. So often I work with people who are also afraid of joy. They're afraid of happiness. They're afraid of love. And, and they tend to intentionally or unintentionally do things to sabotage their connection with these beautiful emotions. All emotions ebb and flow and it can be scary to recognize that, but to, to um, you know, disregard yourself or, jeez, uh, I'm having a hard time finding the word I'm looking for, but to like not allow yourself the opportunity to, to feel these joyous emotions, it's a, it's a pretty vicious punishment cycle to put yourself into and you need to maybe tap in and ask yourself some questions on why that is, why you would think you are undeserving of such beautiful things and uh you know again we'll explore that more but keeping in mind we fear emotions and it's different for everyone and some people fear the harder emotions and some people fear the happy pleasant emotions um you know we fear them all for for various reasons but giving ourselves permission to tap in to feel to feed to fill to connect to work through, to manifest in a way that we want to be. Otherwise, we get stuck and we just repeat things that just aren't serving us any longer. So that's the E, the emotion. And lastly, in the MPES, we have our spiritual self or our higher consciousness. So this could be organized religion for you. It could be a spiritual connection of some sort. It could be a connection to your higher self or oneness. It might be a deeper connection to your inner self and intuition. There is no right or wrong. It is whatever it is for you. What you do might not be what I do. What I do might not be what you do and that is perfectly okay. We are our own individual but giving yourself permission whatever it is for you to tap in and to connect to your spiritual self or your higher consciousness. With all of this, it allows us to kind of reground and reconnect and, and remember our full purpose of who we are and what we're doing. Um, you know, we can go through life in such a busyness and we're filling and filling and filling, but we're avoiding, avoiding and avoiding. We're not connecting. And in allowing yourself this connection in all those different ways we can do that, it just helps us to see the fullness uh, more deeply of who we are. And those are different aspects. Again, we'll talk about fully uh, or more fully in other episodes. But just these snapshots to hopefully, I hope in what I've done here, 
gave you at least enough information in each of these categories to get you started. And so that spiritual aspect of self and giving yourself permission and time each day to tap in in some way. It could be a few minutes. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, an hour, just something. And so that leads me into how do we do this? What do we do? As you've heard, as we talk through this MPES, there's, you know, I, I shared some different ideas in each category of what to do, but also some things to keep in mind. Ideally, if you can give yourself an hour each day to tap into your MPES, not an hour for each one, an hour each day. And with the MPES, something you can think of, if this is your mindful practice of your entire self. So your MPES is your mindful practice of your entire self. One hour each day to tap into this. If you don't have an hour, that's okay. Just do 30 minutes. But keeping in mind some of these things don't take long at all. You know, the physical part of yourself might be the thing that takes the longest because really you want to try to give yourself 15, 20 minutes of movement. But maybe you have to spread that out. Maybe you do 10 minutes in the morning, maybe you do five minutes in the afternoon, and maybe another five in the evening. It doesn't have to be all in one chunk. Ideally, if you could do the, you know, 15 to 20 in a, in a chunk of time, your body's going to appreciate that because of all the different uh, things that are going on behind the surface there but or under the surface. But, you know, again, doing what you can do is what you can do, and that is the most important. So it doesn't have to be cookie cutter. I'm not about the cookie cutter life. Uh, So make it what it is for you because you are you. You are not me or anyone else. So if you only have 30 minutes, that's okay. Just trying to tap in, trying to give yourself the permission and the time to do these things, remembering some of them don't take long. You know, this mental learning, we can do it five minutes, 10 minutes. You know, the uh, emotion self, we could do it through our day here and there. It's just connecting and finding the few minutes that we can do to tap into these things or allowing yourself permission to do them even a little longer. You can maybe even write something on your whiteboard uh, if you have one of those or if you keep a journal, a log or something, you know, just kind of this mindful practice of your entire self, the MPES. And letting that be your guide each day of of what you can do. And if you just write those letters down somewhere, MPES, put a little check mark after you've done it uh, that day. You know, just a way to tap in and to be aware. Maybe give yourself a week of trying this out and checking in, tapping in then to how you feel. You can maybe do a little journal entry before you start your week of trying this new practice and then maybe you do one at the end of one week and and notate any differences and you can do like a cost benefit analysis at that point you can kind of look at the before and afters and see the pros and cons and see to you personally is it worth continuing is it worth continuing to give yourself permission and time to feed your full self are you worth it I think you are, but you have to think you are too. So maybe trying it for a week, seeing how you feel, maybe then you'll give yourself another week. You know, there's a lot of buzz about it takes 21 days to create a habit and um, yes and no. It kind of takes 21 days to start 
to create a habit. It could take up to two months or so to actually fully get into the habit of doing something. So don't be hard on yourself. Give yourself permission to work through it. Give yourself permission to give it a try. You know who you are and what you need. Communicate with your body and ask it to. And don't forget to listen. Thank you, everyone, for spending some time and space with me today. I hope you found some connection in our discussion today about the mindful practice of your entire self and how you can incorporate that into your life. Enjoy the rest of your day today, and I'll be uh, airing another episode here in the next few days, uh, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Have a beautiful day.